how we act and how we exist in the world is largely based upon our perception of the world. And that perception can be a small subset. It is a small subset of that reality. Interestingly, when we study Shoshu, one of the things that is very important is to change our actual perception. And that starts with our physical perception of the world. So, for example, when learning to block, our, we, learn, we need to learn to perceive the space in front of our, spa, our face. Rather than, so we, somebody who is not trained in this will use their eye tracking and try to block a punch that is coming in by tracking it with their eyes and trying to intercept that trajectory with their hand. This fails usually because the eyes are slow and the hand will take a poor trajectory where it does not use the stronger parts of the hand to do the block. So instead, we have to change our perception to knowing this space in front of our face where punches can come from. And then we train our hand to just follow a trajectory that most efficiency, efficiently blocks that space. So we don't have to think about it. And of course, even our reaction is extremely efficient because the hand follows the same path every single time. It does not have to track the punch. And that starts with perceiving this space in front of us and knowing that space. Another example is learning to do the floating foot. Our balance systems in our brain will take over absolutely everything. If we feel off balance, the brain will just shut everything down until we regain our balance. And we actually do this continuously all day long. Those, those systems are in play to keep us upright and standing upright. But when we trip or, or for other, some reason tend to lose our balance, they'll take over momentarily until it's regained and no, no other processing systems in the brain will be working. Um, we know this because we use this trick to eliminate our, our opponent's ability to fight uh, because that's one of the main principles of the first thing you do is take your opponent's center line and that means take their balance and then that, and that means override their brain there so that they're not functioning. So we have to master our own center line and the floating foot is an example of doing that. So in the floating foot, we're floating through a stance or whatever, uh, whatever it is a stance. We're floating a stance of some sort of a, a horse or a cat or a softbow or what have you. But the brain, when we are untrained in this, perceives the floating foot as if we are falling because our foot is not steady on the ground. We're standing as if in a position as if the, our foot is steady on the ground, but our foot is above the ground. Only millimeters, centimeters, an inch or two, somewhere in that range, very, very slightly above the ground. And being ever slightly above the ground, it is in a position that it can easily touch at any time and give us our our give us our balance. By doing this, it gives us the weight of our body to put into our weapon. So it's an extreme advantage because it makes us multiples of more times more powerful. 
So we need to learn to do the floating foot. But our perception, our innate systems that are programmed into the primal part of our brain, the part that's 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 um, that is controlling our balance and is going to take over, it doesn't think that we're okay. So it takes over. Eventually, with the right training, that perception comes from changes from we're off balance to the foot is just floating and can set down at it over time. And then that primal part of the brain goes back to sleep and doesn't trigger us to feel off balance. So our perception of our space in the world, of where our foot is in the world, and how close it is to the ground, rather than being on the ground, which is what that reptile brain needed, that changes. And once it does, we become far more comfortable. Same with a block. When we block, we become very comfortable and very, very trusting of it because we perceive the space. And we know that just to hit us, somebody has to move through that space. So we only have to block the space. In the, in the floating foot, we perceive where the ground is approximately rather than having to touch it, to feel it, to know it's there. So our perception has changed in both cases and in both cases this has allowed us to have a skill that we did not to perceive the entire world differently a third example would be similar to the floating foot in learning the mongoose the mongoose system we become extremely comfortable with how the forces of gravity act on our body and so Instead of always trying to correct, like we do in in the floating foot, we tend to learn to go with them and use you know different spinning motions or posting motions or what have you to not act against the forces of gravity, but to try, but not to try, but to actually go with them, feel comfortable. The mongoose is comfortable in falling because he can spin out of that fall and catch himself easily and stuff. And we become that. So it's kind of a, a greater, uh, more uh, extension of, of the idea of the floating foot and that we're getting absolute control of those primal brain systems that want to take over and put us back upright. So again, it's a case of our perception of that has changed. Instead of perceiving fear that we're going to fall, we perceive that we can ride that wave of gravity. It's not a wave of gravity, but it's like surfing. It's right. It's like riding the wave of, of energy that gravity gives us. When we do these things, when our brain does, and there's many, many more examples in Shoshu, this goes on and on, but when we do these things, the world around us changes. Our um, proprioception, our, our 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 sense of our body in space changes. We become a master of our world. Okay, we become the the more masterful of the physical part of our world. This happens internally also because we begin to feel 
the energy inside. And when I say energy, I'm not talking woo anything. I'm just, I'm talking about how we can actually use potential energy and kinetic energy in ways within our body that are subtle. And so the mastery goes inside as well. So it's interesting that we're constantly, constantly working on our perception. And students who have trained with me know that I can be telling them something that they are doing and their perceptions will be wrong. They won't believe it. And so it, it's difficult to learn because they have to believe that I'm telling them the truth when everything in their perception tells them that I'm lying. Fortunately today, we have many tools like cameras on phones and nice apps called Coach's Eye where we can slow down and, and prove these things to them and prove that the perceptions were absolutely wrong. But when, the point of this is our brain changes when we change our perceptions, our story changes, our sense of the world changes, and our sense of ourselves change because everything we do Everything, how we exist in the world, how we act in the world, starts with our perceptions. And if we can become more true in how we perceive, we become more true in how we act in the world. We become more masterful of the world. Which, as far as I can tell is a never-ending process. Thanks for listening. Leave a message and let me know what you think. Do you have ideas on this? This is Shenshbu. Talk to you next time.